So in this episode of the Leader Smith Podcast, I want to talk about something kind of different. Uh, I'm going to talk about how to lose weight, how I lost more than 40 pounds and kept it off for more than a year. And I'm going to go through my story, tell you my process, and see if there's anything in this that will help you if you're intending to lose weight. Stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leader Smith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so as I'm recording now, and the date doesn't matter if you're listening to this later, but yesterday was New Year's Day. And most people that have New Year's resolutions, most of the resolutions are about health uh, and the primary or the largest amount of health-related uh, New Year's resolutions are about losing weight. So again, this is a different episode. I'm always talking about leadership, but this is maybe self-leadership. Let's let's uh, look at it that way. Um, so a year ago, I lost uh, 40 pounds and then I've kept it off. And I'll show you, if you're listening to this, you can go to YouTube and watch the YouTube version of this because I, I not only post it as audio, but I post it on YouTube as well. And you can look at the before and after pictures that I'll post here. And I, when I mention things to look at, you can look at them there. Um, so let's let's roll back the clock. It's now 2021, uh, January 2nd, 2021. So on January, by December 31st um, of 2020, no, of 2019, sorry about that, of 2019, I had lost um, about 40 pounds, okay? Actually, it's 50 from its height, but I, I went through a couple of years where I would work really hard and I would try to exercise and I would walk daily and I was diligent about that, but I wasn't eating right. Or I would eat right, but I wasn't exercising, but I you know, kind of fell back into bad habits. And so I did that for a little while. At, at my height, I was at 206. Um, and I was at 196 when I started here. I'm about 156 now. Um, and so, or at least that's what I tracked. So what happened was it was the end of the semester in 2018, end of the spring semester. I'm a professor, right? So I, I measure my life by semesters. Uh, so it was beginning of May, 2018. And I said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm just going to start eating right. I'm not sure when exactly it was. It wasn't like a particular mark, but somewhere in that month of May, I did start, you know, doing this. And then I started tracking it. And that was what's, what was really important. But I went through those phases of, of eating right and exercising and losing a little bit and then putting it back on. And then I found out what worked. And I'm going to share that here. So uh, if you want to lose weight fast, in reality, you don't. I mean, you, you think you want to lose weight fast. But losing weight fast actually causes more problems than it solves. You only want to lose maybe a pound or two a week if you want to keep it off. And that's good. So we know how to lose weight, right? You know, 3,500 calories uh, equals a pound. And it's, you know, it's just a, a mathematics game. But I'm going to tell you how to do it here. So here's my story. Um, let me go back. I, I was a reasonably skinny kid in high school. I ran track. When I got to college, I was like 125 because I was still in the track and uh, martial arts. By the time I got married, I was about 30, 31, something like that. And I, uh, you know, added, you know, the freshman 15 again uh, when I got married. So I was up to like 155, something in that neighborhood. Then I had kids. 
And so I, so I was married in uh, 2004 in 2005 through two, you know, from 2005 forward, that's when my first child arrived. Uh, and my last child is now four. So I had six kids in that time. Uh, so you can do the math and figure that out. And so I, you know, over time just went up to 206. Well, how did I do that? Well, every time your pregnant wife says, I want to go to, you know, I want Taco Bell at 1130. You're like, well, I'm hungry too. And every time that you're just too tired because the kids are demanding, you think, oh, I just, uh, just some comfort food or something, right? So over time, it's incremental. It's slow. It's a slow build. And here's the thing. The weight goes on slow and it, comes off slow. It's There's not a, a speed cure, I mean, other than an amputation, which I would not suggest. There's no like quick way of getting there. So you, it puts on slow, it comes back off slow, and that's the way to keep it off as well. Okay, so um, I know a lot of people are really interested in it this year because COVID-19 led to the quarantine 20. Like people have gained a lot of weight uh, over 2020. And so now it's even more... Um, uh, of a thing that people are, are interested in losing weight. As a child, let me, let me back up. I went through these different phases of why I eat. And so there's a mindset here that's very important. As a child, I ate for pleasure. And I see my four-year-old do this all the time, right? She's, she is a, uh, you know, little Epicurean. She, she wants to eat, whoa, that, that tastes good. This is buttery or chocolatey or whatever. As a child, I ate for pleasure. Okay. That's what children do. When I was in college and grad school, when I'm broke, I ate for cost. And that was when the dollar menu wars hit between McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. And they all had the dollar value menus. Uh, and that was a godsend. And so I ate for cost. Now I eat for health. That's completely different. I eat for health. I, I want to be an example to my kids. I want to eat to feel good. And so there's a mental bridge that you have to cross where you're thinking, I want to eat what's healthy because I want to feel healthy. And the difference, like in the last 10 years, just feeling so tired, so lethargic, so like just grabbing myself and dragging myself forward, it's just different. Um, but again, we know what, what weight loss is, how it works. It's not that we lack knowledge. It's not lacking knowledge. That's not what's hurting us. It's what we do with that knowledge. So we know that weight loss is just math, right? A pound of your body is 3,500 calories. To the average person, um, they need maybe 2,000 calories to maintain their current weight. Um, now, that's that's the average person. If you're on the skinny side, it might be 1,500. If you're larger, if you're six foot five, uh, maybe it's 3,000 calories or 2,500 calories, but whatever it is, and you can do, you can go to math tables and find out, um, you know, what it is that, you, you know, you're this tall and, uh, you know, your, your calorie consumption needs are, you can find that out very easily just Googling it. Um, so the, the easy solution is eat less, lose weight, right? You know that you've known that for all your life, but that's not what's doing it. You also know that vegetables are remarkably low in calories compared to processed foods. Lettuce. I mean, it's like crazy. You can eat a ton of lettuce and, you know, it, I mean, it'll only fill you up for a little while, but you can eat a, a huge bowl of, of nothing but lettuce and only be at like 50 calories or 35 calories after a huge bowl of lettuce. 
Now, it's not that delightful without the dressing, but the dressing adds the calories. So lettuce, cucumber, celery, all kinds of things are low in calories, but it's hard to eat those by themselves. It's not just the calories, it's the type of calories that goes into the food, um, the, the choices that you make. But again, some things you're, you're just not going to sit down and eat just nothing but lettuce and celery. So here's what happened to me. Again, uh, I began to eat for health and my rule was this. I said, you know, I'm so tired of feeling terrible. I'm just going to eat what makes me feel good. And I meant something different, not feel good like my four-year-old Epicurean. I mean, eat what makes me feel long-term good, like what makes me feel healthy. Not what tastes good on my tongue, but what makes me just not feel bad. And so I began to eat for health um, and the pounds began to drop. I mean, it was it was really amazing. Uh, arguably, I was exercising even less than I had been before that. I, I certainly, there wasn't increasing exercise, but the pounds began to drop. So it started with that mindset. My mindset had to shift. And until your mindset shifts, you're going to be on a diet. I'm not on a diet. My kids ask, well, how long are you on a diet? I'm not. I'm not on a diet. I am actually just trying to eat right. So there's a difference between that. So just like 2020, we was like the, the new normal. This has to become the new normal if you're going to be successful with it. Uh, so I was personally motivated enough to change. I was tired of feeling terrible. Uh, and, you know, who, who wants to feel lethargic all the time? I also at the time, just out of, for, you know, something to entertain myself, began watching 600 Pound Life, um, which is a, a show on TLC, Dr. Now, uh, I don't know what his full name is, it's shortened as now, he's a guy that does bariatric surgery, and, and so he has these huge people come to him looking for help, and you're like, uh, I don't want to become that. Now, I'm in, I was in no danger of becoming that, but what I found was that weight loss is a mental game. It's not just about, you know, uh, what they eat, it's about like there's something in, in your mind about what you're feeling, what you're trying to do. You're, you're trying to, to feel better about yourself by eating or something along those lines. And so I just found that to be useful because it, it helped restructure the way that I was thinking about it. I don't want to become that, and not even 600 pounds, but I don't want to just be overweight and lethargic. I also got the right tools. This is really, really important. You get a scale. Now, you might have a scale sitting around, but my wife did this. It was awesome. I, I love her to death for finding this. It was a RENPHO, R-E-N-P-H-O scale. Uh, and there's an app that goes with it. And it gives you, so I don't know how it does this, but it gives you your body weight, your body mass, um, and, and a number of different indexes, how much water weight, how much um, uh, fat, visceral fat, um, and what it's going through all the different categories, and you can track it on an app. So this is like a $30 spend. I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm just, I'll link this below. I'm not profiting at all from this. I'm just telling you, this is what I did. This is what I would recommend that you do too. I also got, um, I tracked what I ate. So I got this thing called the Lose It app and there's a free version and then there's a paid version. Now I got the free version and I tracked what I was eating just so I could count the calories. Oh, by the way, I as I was losing weight, I kind of hit this plateau. And when I started tracking, it went back down again even further and it and that's how I got to where I was going. So um, you'll, you'll lose some, you'll hit plateaus and then you have to break through these plateaus on the way down. Um, and so I, I tracked what I ate. 
Now, I bought the full version of Lose It. Again, I am not profiting off this. I don't make any money from, I'm not a marketing spokesperson for Lose It, but this is what I did. So you can, for the price of a scale, at least have a scale, but for the price of a $30 scale, you can get that $30 scale and then get the app on your phone for free. Uh, and then the Lose It app you can get for free. And that's, that's all the investment other than investing in different foods, like choosing to eat different things. Okay. Next thing, I got social support. Somehow we, we think like we don't need social support, but human beings, if 2020 taught us nothing, we are remarkably social creatures. Um, and, you know, just keeping social distancing is hard because we're social, social uh, creatures as we are. Um, so I got social support. My wife was behind me. In fact, she was encouraging me. Uh, my kids stopped asking if I wanted ice cream. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny because after a while, like <laughs> it, when we got to the fall, so this started in like somewhere in May uh, where I started doing this by September, October, people from like church were asking like, are you okay? You're, you're, you're looking thin. I mean, is everything all right? Like <laughs> not wanting to ask, did you lose weight? But just like, you know, or they could tell, they could visibly see on me that something was different. Uh, and some people actually didn't like it because, you know, if, if I can do it, why can't they? Right. Same thing with you. I mean, if I can do it, you can do this too. And I'm telling you how. Okay. So I got social support. Instead of trying to, oh, come on, you can eat this too. My wife was supporting my choices. My kids were supporting my choices and that helped a great deal. That's peer support. Then I also got structural support. Structural support is I kept the right kinds of foods in my kitchen. When I went shopping to get, I spent a lot more time you know, eating things that I like that were healthy, like apples and oatmeal and other things that I, eggs, things that I liked that were good for me. And you'll, by the way, there's going to be a learning curve of like, what is a better food choice than others? You'll go through it. That's okay. You'll, you'll learn and you'll adjust and you'll make better and better choices as you're tracking. By the way, when you're tracking, Peter Drucker talked about, um, you can't, you can't manage what you can't measure. That's why you have to track it. And as you're tracking, you're like, whoa, that uh, Italian sub, that was that's not good compared to this turkey sub. And a, better than a sub is this. And better than this is that. right? And, you, and you'll figure that out over time. Don't worry about that. It's a messy process, but you'll get through it. Okay. I kept the right foods in my kitchen. Um, I also keep a bowl of apples in my room. And I, I keep this, I got this idea from Atomic Habits, uh, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, and what I do is I just keep, a, I, I buy a bag of apples, put them in a bowl in my room. By the end of the week, they should be gone. And I should have been the one that has consumed them. If I'm eating an apple as opposed to a candy bar, that's a whole lot better, right? And so it, it's, one, it's 100 calories as opposed to 200 to 250 calories. But beyond that, it's also eating an apple keeps the doctor away, right? Okay, so that's what I've been doing uh, along those lines. Again, if you want to read about this process, um, get the book Change Anything. Change Anything is a great book. There's like four or five authors, Carrie Switzler and a number of other authors. And it goes through is essentially the steps that I am uh, talking about, where you have to have personal motivation. You have to have somebody that's training you. And for me, I was training myself because I was the one doing all the research. You have to, but it's best to have some kind of coach or something along those lines. But I did have the peer social support, which is so critical. And then I did change my environment. And all these factors are how you change anything. Okay, so if you want proof again, you can look on YouTube, 
Um, if you're listening to this on audio, look on YouTube. This is my before and my after photo. You can see this proof in my face. Uh, I'll also show you, here's the weight loss scale, tracked on the scale, and I'm at like, uh, um, I, I'm just uh, under... Uh, 160. I stayed under 160 uh, for a year. Uh, one, 159 to 156, something in that neighborhood. And I, stay, I hover more around 156, 157. Um, so that's how and you can see this on, on the weight loss app. Uh, again, I started in May. By the end of the summer, I was seeing real results. By th When I got through Thanksgiving, that's when I really knew I was going to make it like, wow, I got through the holidays with this. I got through Thanksgiving. Christmas is going to be no sweat. I got through Christmas. Uh, weight had nothing on me after that point. But again, there's this learning process and you need to learn which foods are higher or lower calorie. And then you have to make choices. Like I, I weigh things out. Um, now, you might be going like, I don't want to count calories or I don't want to weigh things out. Well, then you want to be fat. That's, I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to get to the point where you refine your system and it won't take very long once you know what you're doing to figure out like just inputting the, the calories. I measure it because at the end of the day, I want to know how much wiggle room I have. And then I don't cheat, right? I don't, I don't, uh, trick myself into thinking that, oh, well, this really is only 200 calories when it's really five. I, I, why lie to myself? Okay. I set up a system to discipline myself and then I obeyed that system. Now I violated that system only once knowingly. Um, and that was when I, I, I finished my time as the president of a small academic nonprofit that day I celebrated, ate whatever I wanted. And that was maybe like 500 calories over or something like that. But that's the only time that I knowingly violated my own system. And that was a celebratory time and that's it. But the rest of the time I stay within the limits. Okay. And if I violate accidentally, I roll and I figure out that I violated accidentally, which I have on occasions, I roll that net over to the next day. So I start with that deficit of 200 calories down and then I eat carefully and accordingly over that time. But I don't roll calories over like, Hey, you know, I saved up X, you know, I, I just don't do that. This keeps me on track. Okay, so here's the bottom line. You can do this. You can do this. If you're trying to lose weight, you can do this. I could do it. You can do it. I have six kids. I mean, I have a lot of demands on me, but you can do this too. But you have to stack these forces in your favor. And that's one of the premises of the book Change Anything. So look, if there's like six different components of motivation and you only use one or two, you're not likely to succeed. But if you can stack all six on top of each other, you're going to be successful. Do you really want it? Do you have the structure? Do you have peer or family support? Do you have a mentor or a coach? Have you set up your environment to support you? If you can set those things in place, you can be successful in losing weight. Okay. Do these things. You'll be successful just like I've been. Okay. So let me shift gears. My podcast is all about leadership and I always talk about leadership. So what does this have to do with leadership? Well, what you didn't know was I just covered the change process subtly. Now you might not have even noticed it, but when I was talking about change anything, that's the change process. It's the same process for change in other areas of, of, of your life, including organizations. So if you can do this for weight, you can do this in life. And so, haha, I tricked you into learning something. Okay, this leads us to the quotation for contemplation for today. And this comes from Neil Boards. He said this, the key to accepting responsibility for your life is to accept the fact that your choices, every one of them, are leading you inexorably to either success or failure, however you define those terms.
Okay, so that's what you need to do. You need to recognize that every every step that you take is a choice that's either leading you toward your goal or away from your goal. And if you understand that, it's much easier to make the choices. And that really came home to me when I was reading The Compound Effect by, by Darren Hardy. Um, okay, so and let me add this. Here's a bonus. Uh, I'm going to give you a reading list. Three things that I want you to, to, uh, to either read or listen to. One is the book Change Anything, and I'll link that below. The second is Darren Hardy, The Compound Effect. That's a great book. Both of those will motivate you and inspire you to make the change in your life. None of, they're not about weight loss particularly, but they're about the change process. And then the third is this episode on success by Jim Rohn. Um, or not, not by Jim Rohn, about Jim Rohn. It was my podcast. I'm talking with a friend who has read through every, read and listened to everything that Jim Rohn has ever done. And we're just kicking around his ideas. And so I'm going to link all of these three below. Um, I'll link the Renfo scale. I'll link the Lose It app. But you can do this. If I can do this, I have six kids and a lot of demands on my time. You can do this. So it, the, the question becomes, how badly do you want it? And if you want it, go for it. What what do you have to lose? Well, hopefully a lot of weight. Anyway, okay. Hey, thanks for your time. I hope this helps you understand the change process. And I hope it makes you a better leader. And I hope you will become the kind of leader that you want to follow. And while I'm saying that, let me say this. My kids have noticed my weight. I hope this motivates you. My kids have noticed my weight, my weight loss, and they recognize the discipline that it took and, and the effort that it takes and the, the clean eating. And I've become an example to them about how to do this. That, and that's, that's the best part of this. Even if I was still carrying around. And when, when you realize how much weight you're carrying, go think about how much you want to lose and then go lift that. Go physically pick it up and you'll be amazed. Like if I'm holding two 20-pound dumbbells, I used to walk around with this. Like it's, it's amazing. So the example that I am to my kids, that's the best part of this whole thing. Even without the weight, you know, the, the dumbbell weight that I was carrying around. Just that example is worth the whole trip. So thanks. I hope that helps you become the kind of leader that you'd want to follow. And listen, go back to that Jim Rohn episode and, and listen to it. Listen to those episodes about uh, leadership and success by Jim Rohn. And I hope that um, you will be having this kind of uh, discussion this time next year. Mm -hmm.